Please be advised, nothing in this podcast should be taken as therapy, medical care, or mental health care advice. Topics discussed by the host and guests reflect their own personal experiences and are not intended to replace the services of medical or mental health professionals. And please know, if you are having any thoughts of self-harm or taking your own life, please call or text 988. Help is available 24-7. Here's the big secret on it that... It's not even a secret, honestly, but people don't talk about it enough. Motivation doesn't show up first and then you take action. When it comes to getting things done, the goals you've set, the things you want to do, you look at it and think, oh, I would like to achieve that. Action comes first and motivation then shows up. Action precedes motivation. I'm Rick Schwartz, life coach, public speaker, and all-around curious guy. My curiosity, my life, and the lives of the many people I have worked with have taught me time and time again that there are challenges to overcome and successes to celebrate. You're listening to We All Have Something, a podcast about the human experience, a podcast about celebrating our authentic self. So let's get started. Welcome to another episode of We All Have Something, and as always, I want to thank you guys for being here. It has been so fun during Season 2 to watch this podcast continuously grow, and I really, really appreciate everyone who has been not only here listening and subscribing, but have connected with me on social media uh, and just engaging. It's a lot of fun to have this little community going. And speaking of this community, I want to give you an opportunity to be a part of this podcast. At the end of the season, which is coming up here in October, a couple weeks away, I will be answering your questions. And a lot of you have already sent some questions, and that's kind of what actually <laughs> gave me the idea to do this episode. But I want to encourage you, if you haven't already, connect with me on Instagram, at Coach Rick Schwartz. It's just at Coach underscore Rick underscore Schwartz. The link is down below in the show notes, by the way. And then also, you can email me, Coach Rick Schwartz at CoachRickSchwartz.com. Go to the information on my website. Find me there as well. You send in your questions, and I gotta, I gotta admit, I've already got some really good ones. I think it's gonna be a really robust and fun episode coming up. But send in your questions. If you don't want your name said on the podcast, it's absolutely fine. Just let me know. Otherwise, I'll use your first name only to keep it, you know, mostly anonymous that way. But sometimes it's fun to hear your name too, isn't it? But let's talk about this episode. This episode, it's um, well, I'm just a little unprepared. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. So most of my episodes, if it's a solo episode like this one, I've outlined some key areas, some things I want to talk about, maybe even take some quotes out of either a book I've read or article I've, I've read or done some research on the topic to make sure I'm really kind of giving you the meat and potatoes of it. And if it's a if it's an episode with a guest, well, I've put together questions, of course, and kind of outlined things we want to talk about. But this episode, it is really, it's based, I want to, hmm, I want to capture conversations I had. It was interesting. In the last couple of weeks, I had multiple conversations from different angles, if you will, about the same topic. And that topic is motivation. Where does it come from? Where, what motivates people to do what they do? And the, uh, without going into too much detail, one of the conversations with, was with a, a leadership cohort of mine. Another conversation was with a client of mine. And another conversation was a friend of mine who was working with some other folks. And we were talking about what motivates people to do the things they do in, in, the, in the way that they do it. Now, to give you some background, there are different schools of thought in psychology about where motivation comes from. In the most general basic behavior, sort of just the root of it, it's about reward. It's about what does an individual find rewarding and that then motivates them to proceed forward. But there are different kinds of motivation or there's different, excuse me, there's different kinds of reward. There's a reward of avoiding something negative. There's a reward of gaining something positive. 
And then there's a lot of different levels around that. So that's kind of the basic fundamentals around the concept of how we can motivate someone or ourselves. And we start looking at it through the lens of either avoiding something negative or looking to then actually receive something positive. Those are actually two separate things when we talk about uh, behavior and psychology. But in in the most basic form, you could also say motivation can be intrinsic or extrinsic or internal and external. So there's factors for internal motivation in the sense of we talk about people, we talk about the idea that we have conscious thought. And so we can reason with what is rewarding for us internally, what feels good to us, what we like, what makes us happy. External motivation, then, of course, can be things like, you know, again, avoiding something negative. Here comes a big beastie, you know, it's going to eat me and my family. Let's run away and hide in the mountains where it can't climb or, you know, in the caves, of course, going back to our ancestors at that point, because hopefully that's not something you're dealing with right now. But extrinsic or external motivation can also be then the idea and concepts of the ethereal rewards. In other words, not something that you can touch. So for me, M&Ms would be rewarding, you know, and that would be a physical positive reward, a avoidance of something negative, getting away from that giant cave bear that was trying to eat me and my family. But these external motivations then can also be the idea that uh, they're not necessarily tangible. So maybe peer approval or peer recognition, sort of the idea that there is an emotional and social factor to our motivations as well in that capacity. That rolls us into the idea that there is a school of thought, that there are multiple things that can offer sort of that motivation for us, but it can be distilled into three categories. One of them is the need for power. So that idea that you're influencing and or impacting others. This can be in a positive way or negative way. Power isn't always bad. There's those that are in power that are good, even in a, a social group, not even like formal power. You know, leadership is not a title, it's a behavior, if you will. Then there's the, another motivator it can be the, the need to affiliate or the need to be in community. So that motivation is I'm going to do things that get me into this group or keep me in this group or keep me in good standing in this group. And other motivations then too might be the need for achievement. So reaching a meaningful goal. Now this could be in a social structure or it could be just reaching a goal that you've set for yourself and that it could be completely internal and strictly on you and you alone. And furthermore, then you could take it a step beyond that. There's pressure, there's fear, and there's inspiration. These things can motivate as well. When we kind of take these snapshots at these the, the deeper dive, if you will, which I'm not going to go into the deep dive in this episode, but we can take these snapshots. And so there's motivation that comes from pressure. That is the idea that you are looking to prove something to yourself or to others. And that desire to prove, although can be very motivating, it can be something that really pushes people very hard to succeed, it can also lead to really bad burnout. And also then once you've achieved what that, you know, that motivation you've achieved doing what that motivation is pushing you to do, it's unfulfilling because the pressure was external and it was in a concept form. I shouldn't say it's external. The pressure was, it was mentally internal, but you were looking for external approval on it and therefore it might not exist. Then there, of course, going back to similar to the cave bear, there's fear. Fear can be a motivator as well. In our modern times, though, fear is not as tangible as a cave bear chasing the family. <laughs> going back to that one again, just because it's a quick go-to. But the fear, a lot of the times that we have today are things we have conjured up that are ethereal. If this happens, if this go, and then goes that way, well, what if this happens? Oh, this could happen. Oh, they, I think they might have said this. Oh, I think that person might think this about me. If they think that about me, then this... 
we create these motivations around the fear of things we believe may or may not be true, the what ifs, the I don't knows and the uncertainties. And so again, those motivations sometimes can lack decent follow through and can cause burnout as well. One of the more solid ways motivation can come into our life and stick with us and and give us some good turnaround is inspirational motivation. So that's when we see somebody else achieving something great, or we see something grand happening and we want to be a part of it. We're inspired to then take action. That motivation comes from inspiration. And more often than not, we tend to see a more fulfilled uh, routine of motivation, a habit loop of motivation occur because of that inspiration. But this episode is not meant to be about what is motivation. How do we grab onto it? Where does it come from? Well, going over sort of the nuts and bolts of it that we just did, we kind of have an idea that, okay, this is where motivation comes from. This is the types of motivation that exists. But I want to talk to you about what happens when you just suddenly do not feel motivated to do something that you have either done or started to do, or you're halfway through a project or halfway to a goal. Or you've got to have your goal all figured out. You know, you know, I'm really big about that. I, you know, I coach about that all the time. I'm not going to go into the details of it. But once you've set up your plan and you, you see the path ahead of you, you need to take, but then you're like, meh, that was fun. But I just, uh, I don't know. Here's the big secret on it that it's not even a secret, honestly, but people don't talk about it enough. Motivation doesn't show up first and then you take action. When it comes to getting things done, the goals you've set, the things you want to do, you look and think, oh, I I would like to achieve that. Action comes first and motivation then shows up. Action precedes motivation. You need to show up and start doing whatever it is and motivation will follow through. And it boils down to, honestly, the concept of how our brain works for being rewarded. When we feel we're being rewarded for something, it engages us to do it again. We want to repeat the behavior because it felt good. There's a chemical response, there's a hormone response, there's all these things. We can go into about the limbic system and the the also known as the R-complex. We could talk about the basal ganglia, you know, and the frontal lobe and all these things and the different chemicals that get released and everything else. This, this is not that episode. You know, I've talked about these things in other episodes. This episode is really just about where the rubber meets the road, where, where it actually happens. I want you to understand you need to take action first and your motivation follows. And you're like, oh, okay, well, that's great. But to take action, I need to be motivated, Rick. You're not really helping. Okay, so here's the override. Here's how it works. I'm going to use my weekly runs as an example, but I want you, as you listen to me telling you this, this, think of this as an analogy. Whatever it might be in your life that you are wanting to find how you get motivated when you're not feeling motivated to do it, whether it's folding laundry, doing dishes, whether it's starting that book you've always wanted to write or taking that online course you've always wanted to take, whatever it may be, big project, small project, anything of that nature. I'm going to be using going for a run. I do it every Sunday. I started running during the pandemic and I couldn't run a quarter of a mile without being completely winded. By the time I got up to maybe running a half mile, my chest would hurt. I'm like, how do people do this? 5K is crazy. Well, now fast forward to today, I'm, a, I'm up to the point where every Sunday I run five to seven miles. And I love it. I really do. But I'm not going to lie to you. Getting up at 5.30 on a Sunday morning, sometimes when I wake up, I don't feel motivated to going for a run. So what is it we can do when we have something that we've promised ourselves we're going to do or somebody else we've promised to or anything else we need to accomplish, but we don't feel motivated to do it? Well, here's the big secret. Here's the big hack, if you will. Motivation doesn't show up first. And then you take action. When it comes to situations like this where there's not this innate motivation that you've kind of like, you could potentially talk yourself out of doing it. This is where you need to take action first and motivation will follow. 
We can look back again at all the things we just talked about when it comes to psychology and understanding the different concepts, where it all comes from, all these things. But basically what I'm going to say is this is what you need to do first. Here it is. Are you ready? Big secret. Just start without requiring yourself to finish. Now hear me out here. I know it seems kind of weird, but it's like, well, hey, using the running analogy, Rick, you say you want to go out for a run every Sunday morning, but you're only going to require yourself to put your shoes on and go outside. Doesn't, doesn't seem like a very follow-through-with-the-goal kind of attitude. The reason this works, the reason your motivation will show up once you get started, is because when we look at the full big thing we want to do, I'm going to go for a run today. Seems like a lot, right? I've got to get running clothes on. I mean, if you don't have running clothes, at least you know, shorts, something, something to go running in. Running shoes, and I have to eat early enough that I don't have a stomach ache, or I have to go out early enough that when I come back, I can eat, whatever version that is, and... I want to bring water or not bring water. And there's so many things you got to think, where am I going to run? Is the weather appropriate? Is it going to be safe? All of these things that you have to think about are exhausting enough as it is to even think about much less than going for the run. So stop thinking about all these giant steps you have to take, all these things you're going to do. And instead of thinking about going for a run, just, I'm going to go outside. Just going to lace up and go outside. Once you've laced up and go outside, then go, hey, I'm just going to walk to the end of my block. That's all I have to do. That's all I got to do. I'm just going to lace up my shoes, get outside, and walk to the end of the block. And if I feel like it, by the time I get to the end of the block, that I might want to run for another block or two, well, then I might do that. And we'll see what happens. And if that's as far as I go, that's as far as I go. That is very doable. Lacing up your shoes and walking to the end of the block is very doable. It's going to take a couple minutes at the most, depending upon how big your block is and where you live on that block. But you get my point. Because you are now thinking about something that's very doable, very obtainable. Going for a run's not even on the menu right now. You don't have to worry about all these other things and how, how far three, five, seven miles might feel. You're just walking to the end of the block. Well, that's easy. Once you start, the motivation follows. Well, I'm already this far along, I'm already laced up, I'm already out of the house, might as well go at least run a couple blocks. Well, I've run a couple blocks and I could stop or I could run maybe one more. The idea behind this mental and physical exercise, literally and figuratively, is that you start to have that motivation show up because you aren't focusing on the big giant step you have to take, you're just getting started. And I will tell you, sometimes that's the hardest thing. But once you've gotten started, guess what? you also start to get these little micro rewards. These little things in your brain and your body, they're like, hey, you did that, cool. Little achievement, sweet. Now motivation follows. Because we got a micro reward, even if it's a small one, the body and the brain are like, hey, what if we did that again? That was kind of cool. Guess what that is? <laughs> it's motivation, <laughs> it's right there. Now it is not always that simple and that easy, but I encourage you, I encourage you immensely to give this a shot. If there's something you have been wanting to do, but you keep kind of talking yourself out of it, or you wake up one morning, you're just not motivated to do it, do it anyways. Recently, I did a reel on Instagram similar to this topic, but it was more about the fact that sometimes you just need to show up even if you aren't feeling 100% able to do it. And it was also in reference to my run. I had a, a rough night for some reason. I couldn't sleep. I woke up. I felt blah. But I showed up and did it anyways. And instead of doing it where I was feeling 100%, like I'm 100% of doing my run, I was like, ah, I'm feeling maybe 40% <laughs> of myself, but I'm going to show up and give it my all anyway. And that's the other part of it too. Instead of giving yourself an excuse, a reason like, well, I'm not quite feeling completely ready to do it. I want it to be just right before I start doing X, you know, and again, for me, it's a, it was the run. 
I dare you to start anyway, wherever you are, whether it's 50%, 40%, 60%, I don't care. Show up with whatever you got and start. More often than not, when we show up and start, no matter where we are in the process of feeling 100% or 50% or somewhere between or even lower, motivation kicks in anyway. Again, it's because we start to do something, we get these micro rewards for the small steps. And it's like, okay, well, that wasn't that bad. I got this much done. And even if you get to completing as much as you can complete in that moment, that day, that that hour, whatever it is you've given yourself, and you look at it and go, well, ah, eh, that didn't turn out very well, or that's not as much as I wanted to get done. You started, you did something, you followed through. You also need to then pat yourself on the back for that. Part of motivation is that reward, and sometimes we have to be the source of that reward. We have to take a moment for ourselves and go, look what you did. You were feeling meh at best, and you still showed up and did it. You know, and again, the run analogy for me, I didn't run as far or as fast that day as I normally do, but I still got out and did it, and therefore, my health is better for it, my mind is better for it, and I can sit there and go, look, you weren't even feeling 100%, but you still did that. That then also starts to build internal and mental integrity. The integrity that you can do hard things, you can do things when you aren't feeling 100%, you can show up and do the things you promised for yourself, even when you aren't sure you really wanted to or felt like it, that starts to build integrity for yourself in yourself. And this is very powerful. This is very important. Moving forward in a wide variety of portions of your life, that serves you very well. Now, the asterisk at the end of all of this, as we start to wrap this up, This does not apply if you are going through depression. This does not apply if you're dealing with a medical condition, uh, a psychological condition. Those things can disrupt your ability to feel motivated, no matter what little hacks or exercises or mind tricks you do. So I want to be very aware of that. As you move forward and you are engaging with other people, take a moment to be curious as to what motivates them, what is or is not causing motivation to happen. Because if you have the ability to approach others in that sense, if you're in a leadership position, that is really going to take you to the next level, but also for yourself as an individual. If you are punishing yourself because, oh, I just don't feel motivated, I'm no good, I'm stuck, blah, 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 take a moment and check in with yourself. Is there something that is physically an ailment? Are you dealing with an illness? Are you not giving yourself credit for what you are going through? Is there clinical depression? Is there other emotional or mental stresses occurring that are pushing on you, preventing you from being able to take action, to be motivated? We have to deal with the whole portion of us first before we can just expect, oh, here's a hack that Rick gave me, or here's a a little trick that, a tip that Rick gave me that we can just jump into doing this. In all fairness, sometimes these little tricks or hacks do help, even if you are dealing with those things, because it helps push you past it, even if it's only briefly. But I want you to be honest with yourself. I want you to be clear with yourself what you're dealing with and the big pictures of life that might also be influencing your ability to feel motivated to do the things you want to do. But in general, in general, showing up first, taking action first, and paying attention, motivation follows. That overall, when you talk to any personal development, personal growth, any therapist, anybody in the realm of getting stuff done and achieving your goals... Obviously, it goes back to being very realistic with your goals. You want to be very, uh, have the ability to have somebody keep you accountable for your goals. All these things help with your motivation because it makes it much easier to achieve these things. The reward idea, the small rewards keep you going and motivated. But when it comes down to it, don't just write down a goal and go, okay, I'm waiting for motivation to show up. You have to show up first. You have to take action and motivation will follow. 
All right, with that, we're going to wrap it up. As always, I truly hope you found value in this episode, whether it was something I, I mentioned to you or brought up, or even in, in previous episodes and conversations I've had with other folks. I hope something in here serves you in a good way. And if not, well, maybe it's something you can share with someone else and help serve them in a good way. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode or even any of the future episodes that are coming up. Always have some great guests coming up, some interesting conversations, things like that. And check the episode description below. You can find a way to get in touch with me if you'd like. Uh, you can always find me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and yes, even TikTok for inspirational and thoughtful content. Or you can always check out my website, coachrickschwartz.com. Uh, spelling is traditional Schwartz, S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z. And again, links below in the episode notes. On my website, you can find a way to connect with me for a free 30-minute discovery call. We will talk about what's going on in your life. We'll talk about my style of coaching and what my expectations are for bringing on new clients. And if we feel it's a good fit, we can go on from there. Otherwise, it's a free 30-minute chat. What the heck? Why not? Doesn't uh, doesn't hurt anybody to have a little conversation every now and then. I look forward to you staying in touch. Make sure you subscribe, like I mentioned. Make sure you leave a review or some stars wherever you listen to your podcast. It's always appreciated because it helps others find the content as well. Thanks again for listening. I really do appreciate it. Have a good one, everybody. Everybody.